You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Sunday, June 27th, and this is your bonus episode for the weekend. We rarely do these, but when David DeCastro was released by the Steelers on Thursday, we had already recorded our Friday episode with Dean and Jenna of Channel 11 WPXI. You can listen to most of that episode on the Friday episode that's already been aired, but the first segment that we discussed about the Steelers moving their training camp to Heinz Field for a second straight year and not going to Latrobe, that had to get axed because we had to make room for talking about David DeCastro. We'll talk more about David DeCastro tomorrow with Ethan Smith of the Locked On Pirates podcast. But today, this is just your bonus episode. If you want to just more Steelers talk about what happened with the training camp situation, you can get it all right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast which you can download on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get shout out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So for the next month or so, until training camp begins, we're going to be having multiple guests on our Friday episodes. It will change up week to week because we want to diversify who gets on for the Fantasy Draft Fridays this year. But this, this year, kicking off the season of Fantasy Draft Friday, we have Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI, as always, on our Friday's episodes. But we also have Dean Pietro coming back. He only played one round last year, so this is his second visit. This is Jenna's first time doing doing the show. So I, I think I'm excited. I lost horribly, too. I'm yeah, you, yeah I, I forget I, which topic you had. But it, you was, just, it was sports movies, and it was like oh. – yeah, you know, you, and I picked slap shot and I still lost. I don't understand how that works. Yeah, dude. But like, like you passed up on like Remember the Titans and like all these other actually good movies. Um, so that was your fault. Now don't don't get mad at me. I'm um, mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but before we get to the fun, we do got to talk about the news. And the news of the day yesterday was that the Steelers would not be holding training camp at St. Vincent College out in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Um, their whole all practices and training camp activities will be held between Heinz Field and the uh, UPMC Sports Complex in the South Side, where they practice, anyways. Now, this has caused a lot of hubbub because Latrobe, historically, uh, since 1969, I want to say, has been the place where the Steelers go to practice. Fans can come sit in the bleachers, hang out, get autographs. There's that that human interaction. The players stay on the campus. They build that way, and that's just how how that works. But um, you know, the, and so now that won't be happening this year for a second time in a row. Guys, I wanted to get your sense. I, I wanted to start with Dean because Jenna, Jenna, you haven't been to Latrobe yet, right? No, I haven't. I'm yeah. newbie. Yeah, you're a newbie. <laughs> you're a newbie but but it, it's not true it's a pandemic just hit, it hit and it just put everything into a tizzy but dean you've been of pittsburgh you've seen latrobe you've you've had you've you've produced studio content that's been filmed at latrobe for years what's your take on on all this playing out honestly um while i feel for the latrobe businesses um 
and maybe there's something to be said of the camaraderie of living in dorms. But did it make a difference last year? Did it hurt the camaraderie or the chemistry of the team not being in Latrobe last year? Uh, for any team, really, I would suggest no. So being at Heinz Field and on the south side, and you can still have fans at Heinz Field, um, depending whatever NFL protocol things that it is that they have to uh, adhere to. I don't see this as a big hubbub. Um, again, for Latrobe it is, but outside of that, no. I mean, it's, you know, I didn't play pro football, though. I mean, I don't know. And, and I know some some players dread it, some love it. Mike Tom, of course, loves it, loves the heat, loves everything else. Having the control of the players in that one area, there is that. But I don't see it as that big of a deal, truthfully. I don't think it'll affect their preparations for the upcoming season at all. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from this bonus episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Here with this bonus episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast, picking up our conversation with Jenna Harner and D9 Pietro of Channel 11 WPXI on the Steelers training camp being at Heinz Field for a second year. Take a listen. Jenna, you know, a lot of people have been making noise about this. There's been some people, you know, disparaging this, being like, man, this is horrible. But to Dean's point holds ground. They were 12 and 4 last year without it. And, and that was even with like no preseason with, you know, basically everything was extremely limited last year. They're going to get to be, do regular practice things. They just can't do them at Latrobe this year. You know, and Brooke Pryor, our, our friend from ESPN brought up on Twitter, you know, these, uh, these professional players may actually prefer just being in normal space, sleeping in normal spaces during training camp instead of going to a dorm. Yeah, there's that. It is a, there might be a camaraderie sense there, but th- these are professional athletes. A lot of teams don't do it the way the Steelers have done it for years. Yeah, I- I'm interested to see, Jenna, if this is going to create a shift in how the Steelers operate in the future. And this is very interesting because coming from Buffalo reporting on the bills, the bills were very similar. They always did their training camp at St. John Fisher college in Rochester. It's about like an hour away from Buffalo. So it really, to me has that same type of feel where it's like, you know, they go away, they're on a smaller campus. There's, you know, the guys are staying in dorms, they're bonding. We see really cool content from that all the time of like all the fun things, you know, the players are doing in the dorms, the reporters and all the people are also staying in the dorms. So you kind of get like a little two week, uh, quote unquote, not vacation, but you're away for two weeks in that sense, you know, covering the team, having that feel, getting fans to pack those stands. But I think the thing that's most interesting to me right now is, you know, everybody's really upset. And of course you feel for these businesses who love the fact that for a couple weeks out of the year, people are flooding into the small town to really be able to not only see uh, the Steelers in action and training camp and all that, and get that up close and personal thing. But I just don't think we were going to get that at least to the start of this year. Anyways, no matter where training camp was being held, I don't really see the NFL giving tons of fan access to these players, especially because as you know, people are vaccinated and, you know, COVID cases are dropping significantly. It's still somewhat of a threat in that sense. And the NFL is going to be doing all that they can to limit that exposure. You know, I just, 
I didn't see it being this thing where all the pictures that I've been seeing normally of uh, Latrobe training camp and things like that, where, you know, fans are packed in, you know, seven rows deep and they're all getting autographs and things like that. I just didn't know. I don't think we were going to get that access. Fans were going to get that access this point anyways. So for them to be able to kind of control this environment, I think they, when they, you know, and they said in the statement too, they want to be able to return to Latrobe. If that is the case, they're going to want to do it and do it so big and say, Hey, you guys have missed out on this for a couple of years here. Come see your favorite players, interact with them. We're going bigger than ever. I just don't think that this year because of the circumstances was the year to do that. Make me a mistake. Nobody was going to have access to players or autographs or anything in Latrobe, right. guys. Yes. Let's let the fans know you, you aren't missing anything other than going to Latrobe. Yes. And if you want to go to Heinz Field in a couple of days that they'll probably end up doing that, do that. But you're going to have the same exact lack of access, actually. Yes. And you're just going to be watching practice. And that's what it's going to be. So, so again, to that end, it's, it's the Latrobe businesses that are affected most. Feel bad for them. Yeah. At the end of the day, and, and I still am a bit curious. What protocols did the Steelers miss in their application? That's what uh, I'm wondering too, especially yeah. with the fact that I believe on Wednesday, Kansas City, the Chiefs were approved. To be Dallas was approved. Yep, Dallas as well. So that to me seems a little interesting. I'm going to be intrigued to see what details come out of that. But I mean, you know, it is. It, I think that's what stings a little bit more is that you know it's kind of like the kid who has to stay inside for recess, and you're looking out, and everybody's outdoors for recess. You're like, wait a second, or you know, you're grounded in your house, and all your friends are out playing. It's like the Steelers fans are like, wait, why not us? Why can't we be outside playing with the Chiefs and the Cowboys? But haven't you heard? It's a conspiracy because the NFL hates the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I wouldn't go that long. I mean, I, I think it, there's a, it's a lot more likely that it might just be a state-related issue where there might be some codes that can't be kept up with at a college and, you know, and keeping, because maybe there's students that, you know, there's concerns about the student campus there and having to clean it after, before and after the Steelers get there. Um, so, I mean, I, I get, I'm no expert in all the things that would have to be cleared out there, but I'd imagine maybe there were just, there were just a few more guidelines that had to get uh followed there that just weren't being followed but either way I mean training camp is still happening and you know we'll get to be there as media uh and, and Steelers fans at some point they have announced which dates but uh Steelers fans at some point will be able to be in Heinz Field to see practice uh and, and like Dean said you, you're not you weren't going to line up at the at the, the the hill where everyone always did to get the autographs and get TJ Watt to sign you know 20,000 things on his way up that just wasn't happening this year um and, uh, you know, it's like that, if that's, if that's what you're missing. And I think the other thing, you know, for, for kids and for families, you know, it was cool to be able to go. Cause then there were like the, the games that you could play, like the field goal kick game and things like that. I, I get that. That was, that was a general fun experience that families could go out and enjoy and then go and see the players and do things. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure people with the opportunity to go see the practices, they'll, they'll have fun. They'll have fun doing that and it'll still be done. But uh, the, the most aggrieved party here right now is the, are the, the businesses in Latrobe. And Hey, if you're out there, go check them out. You know, Shark, Sharky's cafe. That's the, that's the spot that takes care of me every time I'm out there, whenever I need to eat or a drink. So um, do check them out and support them. Uh, but, but, but by and large, I'm, I'm with Dean. I'm with, I'm with, I think we're all on the same page here. This isn't, you know, I don't think this disadvantages the Steelers. It just means they're playing closer to, they're practicing closer to home. And Chris Carter doesn't have to drive out an hour to Latrobe now. Uh, so Lord there you Jeff. go. 
<laughs> or Jenna. Um, <laughs> you know, I, which, you know, if there's a silver lining here somewhere, it's that it's like less than 10 minutes both ways. I don't hate it. Right, right. I'm, I'm happy with this commute, but... And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the end of the bonus episode of the Locked on Steelers podcast this Sunday. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to hear the full episode with Dean and Jenna, do tune in to the rest of the Friday episode that was released. Then you can listen to that just like you listen to this one on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the app Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. Remember, Raiders five stars leaves a positive comment. We're back Monday. Ethan Smith, Locked on Pirates, talking more to Castro. See you then.